and welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and today I'm joined for part two, act two, if you will, of my conversation with Charles Suwa Singh. Now, one thing I didn't share with you about Charles in part one was that his musical journey included the piano, DJing, guitar, salsa dancing. I did mention that he's now learning to play the drums. His work journey. He's been a restaurateur, an accountant, a designer, a consultant, and currently, of course, now he is a whole life coach and a leader. Act two starts with Charles sharing the lessons of fatherhood, manhood, and a whole lot more he received through a man he calls Uncle Mike. He's an older fellow he connected with through a men's group that he was involved with for a while. And Charles, of course, is in Toronto and Uncle Mike was in New York. As we dig into the magic that happens when men come together to form circles, open-hearted circles, Charles talks about bringing his son into a circle of grown-up men and the magical impact having his son there with those men had. We look at the wounds and scars that are so much a part of the human condition And Charles points to the importance of coming together in community to heal, to grow, to celebrate. And finally, he suggests some ways for men to begin to gather and start real heart-to-heart conversations. Just a quick reminder before we get into it, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, let's jump into the conversation with Charles Suwa Singh. Enjoy. So share a little bit, well, if you've got another story about it, uh, an, another teacher, I'd love to, I'd <laughs> love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> another teacher. Oh man. Okay. I got to give a shout out to my, fr- this is a recent teacher of mine and I, and I, he doesn't, he, he, he won't, he, he'll hesitate to, to uh, carry that, that, that title, but I, I, I look upon him as so in his, um, he's referred to as Uncle Mike. Um, he's uh, um, he currently lives in just outside of New York City, and I met him online a number of years ago in a men's group that had a Facebook page, and uh, him and I got to talking on Zoom many many years ago. I can't even remember how we probably go back four or five years ago, I think. And um, we've just been creating a relationship that each time we talk gets deeper and deeper. And he will tell me that's, and he's much, he's, he's retired. He's much older than me. He's got some beautiful children, um, but he's been a mentor for, I don't know how many men of color, black men of, and men of color in the, in, in the New York area and amazing connections with these men. Right. And the more I'm involved with him, the more I'm now seeing more that of the experience of, of black men and men of color in the north, in, in not only in the States, but North America. Right. And some fascinating people. And just to watch him in the presence of all of this and the style and the grace and the compassion he holds for men is, is just phenomenal. And um, I aspire to one day like I would have that kind of rapport with men. Um, and yeah, he's just phenomenal. And um, him and I talk maybe every, at least once a month. And uh, he has a men's group that I, I, particip- I participated in. And just to learn their stories and to be a part of that has just been phenomenal. And um, 
And he's taught me a lot about, you know, being a father, about it being an elder, about mentoring young men, about the challenges of what it is to be colored in this, in this cult, in, you know, from another perspective, because I'm Canadian versus U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, he's taught me so much. And, um, and uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for him as well. You know, just recently, just recently, we had a, a, a meeting amongst, um, I think about 25, I think it was 25 men in this, in this call. And of so many backgrounds, so many, it's so diverse and where they've come, where they grew up from and where they are now. It's so, one is so refreshing to, to experience these stories. These are really authentic stories of men, right? growing up in some of the hardest places in America, right? And to see these different perspectives, you know, it's like, it's just blowing my mind open. And it's like, okay, there's just so much more that we don't talk about in mainstream media about what it is to be living and growing up in, in this time, right? Especially for men and men of, you know, different backgrounds and being black men and all that. It's just fin- just some, some phenomenal stuff. Yeah. So you and I are both blessed to be able to um, uh, work with men, you know, do men's work, participate in men's work, all of that. And, 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 and for, <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you where you would point someone to start. I may ask that a little bit later, but, but I'm curious where you would, uh, I have my own opinions and I'd love to hear from you because there is this, there is a kind of inexplicable uh, magic, for lack of a better word, this inexplicable magic that happens when um, men come together and uh, that, that, you know, I know personally, I, you know, I, 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 like any other magic, I have a hard time finding the language for it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to put the pressure on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> making me sweat here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it. Um, but, you know, maybe we'll have a little back and forth about this. But, you know, as I, as I struggled to find language around this beyond now, you know, there's this, there's this cool thing that happens. There's this magic. And and by the way, it can just be in the company. uh, It can just be in the company of another man where we've both had this, you know, unwritten agreement that we're, we're, we're going to let our guard down. We're going to be real with one another. We're going to, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the stuff that matters or simply be with one another in a substantive silence, not an awkward silence, you know, be with one another um, in an open, welcoming, open-hearted way. Um, of course, vulnerability is a piece of it, but um, yeah, what else would you, what else would you say, uh, you know, for those who, who have yet to experience that maybe, um, what language would you give to it? Um, I'll share, I'll share, I'll, maybe I'll do this by giving you a story. Can I yeah, 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 perfect. So about 12 of us men, I told you I belonged to the men's group for a number of years, and we decided to go on a trip, doing like a men's retreat, three, four days. A buddy of mine had a, like a hunting cabin on a, I don't know how many acres of land on a, on an island out in one of the great lakes called Manitoulin. 
mm-hmm. and it would require us a journey of about, I think it took us like six hours to get there. Most of that was, well, maybe a quarter of it was driving to a point on um, called Tobamori, which is a couple hours north of where I am at, and then to take a ferry across to get to Man- Manitoulin. And I was inspired to take my son. And at that time, Marcus would have been maybe six, mm. six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. And the next, old, the next oldest from him, he would have been 16, 17. And then the rest of us are all in our 40s, late 30s, early 40s. And, um, and my, just to give you a backstory here, my father had passed away about the year earlier. Mm. Okay. So we went up there and the first day we got there, we pitched tent. We had dinner, like we got there in the late afternoon, pitched tent, had dinner, all that. Everybody, you know, figured their orientation out of this new place. And the next morning we decided to do a sunrise ceremony. And if, if no one's ever heard that term before, we get, we gather the first, first light. We gather all out there and we're looking at over across the lake, which was beautiful, crisp and clean. It was just awesome. And, you know, we welcomed the morning in. And my, my son, of course, you know, being six, it's like, you know, he's cussing. Why is he, wake, why is he waking up at that hour, right? And, um, but we put him in, in the circle and we had, we had some conversations to bring in the morning. And the layers of dialogue that occurred just instantly right was so rich so colorful so broad so deep it was people were talking about their you know their children back home the people who didn't make it so far their histories their ancestry their everything like this what it was for them to worry about work and all the things they gave up to be here and stuff and instantly my son tapped in and he spoke about his grandfather Mm. who had who had you know again died not even a year earlier and he remembered all these stories about his dad, about his grandfather, all the little rituals they had together, all their little favorite moments. And he started sharing that instantly. Right. And that there to me is sort of the magic that comes out when men are around each other in a safe environment, they can share their stories that their sons are inspired by it. And that there, I think is like, I think that they're like to see him, like to watch him across from me. He's not even sitting beside me. He is across from me sharing his life, sharing. I I was like bawling, man. I was so, that was a proud moment I had of him. So to be able to share like that and you know, he's a kid. Yeah. But he saw this and he was inspired and moved. And I think that there's kind of the thing when men are together in that kind of environment with that level of vulnerability that, magic is inspired in others they're like they just feel safe they could do it yeah right yeah. When men are like that close yeah it could pull you out man so yeah and what i particularly love about this that story is the you know oftentimes i know um men are are, are surprised almost shocked by the ease with which we can fall into allowing that kind of openness, you know, that kind of openness. There's a way that the, um, I'm going to say there's a, 
there's a way in which uh, I, I don't know. I wasn't there, but I'm guessing that your son um, made it possible for every other six-year-old in within each man that was there to open up and be present. Oh man, did it ever? Yeah. Oh man, did it ever? Like the level, like it was. It's quite interesting to see grown men give each other permission to be vulnerable is another thing to witness it in a young person that would just open it up even more. Yeah. Right. Like you could bring that whole kind of child wonder back, like all that childhood, like mystery kind of like seeing things for the first time, like all that just, it was so kind of like the synchronicity between us, the generations between like all that just like opened up. And and how fitting it was a sunrise ceremony. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, man. We were all we 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 it was like we were all kids that weekend. Yeah. You know, for that day, for that that weekend, for those few days, we were all kids. Yeah, beautiful. Which I think, you know, if I can add a little bit more, a little bit more to that, there there's the the longing that you know, the longing that we have, and this isn't just for men, I think it's really for all of us, you know, the longing that we have to uh, as adults to, you know, w- w- g- give me, give me permission to be a kid again, you know, give me permission because that part of us, of course, never dies, you know, never, oh. die. it might get, it might get underfed from time to time or oh, we I try know. to vote it off the Island, but, but it's all, it, it, and it's always there. And, and, uh, and there's, there's just a magic that, that does show up when it's a, allowed and not, not necessarily indulged, but partnered with, I want to say. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, you know, it's not all, what's beautiful about that is that men could show all dimensions of themselves. Yep. Show off our strength. We could show off our creativity. We could show off our leadership. We can allow the vulnerability show up. We can allow all dimensions of men show up, right? It's not just, okay, you know, we're all going to gather around in a circle and cry. Right. Even though (laughs) that happens, which is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) But we can also have real tough conversations, what it is to be a father. Mm-hmm. what it is to have to wake up at a certain hour every day to go and grind it out at work. Mm-hmm. Like we could talk about those things too. Right. Um, and for men to sh- be able to have an environment where all those dimensions, of what makes us men, man, it's so rich. Yeah. You know? And um, yeah. And you know, like, and even like going through the things that have harmed us, the thing that hurt us, the thing that our traumas to the things that we need to heal and grow through, like to have a space where we can do that work also is important. Just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service and visit me on my website, Cirrus as in the cloud, leadership.com. Let's get back into the conversation with Charles. Right, because it is hard for men to go and divulge the things that we found traumatic growing up. Right? Yeah, partially because I want to I want to underline what you're saying here, because partially, you know, the um, I want to the there, there's a way in which the culture I'm going to say you know it could be our upbringing too, but there's a way in which the culture conspires to to convince I think convince us that that oftentimes that you know we're we're the only ones who've been hurt. No one else has been hurt. And, and, 
And as we start to do this work, it very quickly becomes apparent that if, if you're breathing and you've made it this far in life, you've been hurt. You know, water's wet, rocks are hard, the sky is blue. Yeah. You've been hurt. We have been hurt. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Especially, in our, especially in this culture, especially in this time. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you know, no one's going to come out this without a scar. Right on. You know I mean? We're all going to get scars, right? Maybe different scars. Maybe some scars are deeper than other scars, but they're just scars. They're all scars. Yep. I compare this to like, you know, it's not a matter of um, quantifying or making judgments on who has more trauma than the other. Right. I, I, I compare it to like putting gas in, 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 a, in, a, in a glass bottle. Like you could put any gas in a glass bottle. It's going to take up the same amount of space. Right. Right. You could put air in a gas in a glass bottle. It's going to take up space as if you put helium or if you put carbon monoxide or whatever you want, it's going to take up the same space. So you can have a small scar. It's going to take up the same space in your ego as if you had a big one. Right. It really did, like all of it is pain. All of it is hurt. All of it is grief. But um, it's a matter of, OK, how do we process that? How do we, you know, talk about it so we can heal and move on and not be caught in the kind of like continual hurt from that? Um, so, And how do we hold each other mm-hmm. in all of it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is, you know, I think the things that I reflect on, too, is that, you know, in our culture, there's not a lot of. I use the word community in the sense of of. Uh, you know, hold, being able to hold that space. Right. Not just for just men, but I mean, even just between generations too. Right. Where, you know, maybe before we had villages, we had communities, we had tribes, whatever you wanted to refer it to, but you know who your people are. Right. And across generations too. Now we're flying all over the place. Now we're living in multiple cities. Now we're, you know, you know, our parents could be in one city and we're in a different country, whatever it is, we're so spread out and trying to find our people. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's, we need to create these communities. We need to create these groups in the absence of having that other thing so that we can find like safety to, you know, talk about these things. Right. And, um, and that's why I love about being belonging to men's groups. At least I know those are my, those are my, those are my tribes, man. Those are my people, right? Those are your pe- yeah, 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 you know, yeah. You create that. Whereas, you know, you know, it's harder to do with my family who is spread across the world um, to do that kind of work. But, and I think that's a lot This says for a lot of men in the circles that I've been in is that they don't, their families are not there to support that kind of sacred space or divine space for them to do the work that they have to co-create that with other men. Yeah. And there's something about, again, there's something about that magic and the, 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 uh, 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 I'm going to say the visceral joy <laughs> of creating that uh, with other men is, oh, man. it's, it, yeah, it's just, be, it, it's beyond description. No, nah, man, I, I can't, yeah, man. It is, it's just, it's just so, it's, yeah, I think I've grown the most by belonging, like being in a men's group being in that circle, being, having my group of men. Um, I've, cre- I've got relationships now that's been 20 plus years old um, because of that work. And I, I owe it, I owe them 
lot about how I've evolved as a person. And um, it's, it's not, yeah, I'm grateful for a lot of the men that I've worked with over the last 20, maybe possibly 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. I had so much else I was uh, I, I was curious about, and I realized we're coming up on time here. So um, I'll ask you that 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 uh, that question about where would you point someone who's you know a man in this case? Where would you point a man who who um, uh, maybe he's just starting his journey and is realizing ah you know I want some of that kind of community that kind of magic in my own life where would you point him to start well what i would what i would what i would do now looking back at what i could have done <laughs> let me say it that way like what i could have done in my past was ask my friends hmm. you know, i had a lot of guy friends from high school and one or two i'm still friends that i could have had those conversations with them Right. So if anybody's inspired to do the work, you got men around you already. You got guy friends around. Have the conversation with them. Like have the courage to share them a book or something that you found on the internet or whatever and have a conversation. And you never know. You that's how my first that's how my first group started. Was I was in a circle of guys that I I grew up, you know, and I learned them as being friends of mine. It's like, dude, like, why don't we talk more about this stuff? And that's how my first group started. Right now, mind you, there's a lot of there's a lot of formal men's groups out there, like structured men's groups out there, and you can find them on the internet. You can find them on Facebook and everything. I think you could join those conversations, absolutely. Um, but I think there's nothing like finding a group that's your group and close to home mm -hmm. and people who know you. Yeah, so just have a conversation with your guy friends and start from there. Yeah, and be and you'll be surprised at how many guys actually want to talk about stuff they just don't they're just not going to give themselves permission to do it they're waiting for somebody else to invite them into it so i would say be the guy who does the invitation <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i can i i can i i'm be i'm behind you there i'm behind you 100 there it's like the the so many of us are longing to have these kinds of conversations and just waiting for someone to say hey let's have this conversation yeah, man. Yeah. And then that conversation leads to the next one. Right. And next thing you know, you got four guys wanting to have the conversation. And then you're meeting weekly. <laughs> you got 10 guys around you. They're all inspired to do the same thing. Yep. And 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 right now, because they can't go anywhere, they're Zoom. They're Zoom. They're Zoom. <laughs> Gosh. <Yeah. laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, how do people get in touch with you, Charles? What's the best way for, for, for them to reach out to you? Well, you can find me at my website at suasing.com. That's S-U-E-W-A-H-S-I-N-G.com. Um, that's the best way to find me online. And uh, you, there's all the ways you can contact me through the website. Um, so that would be, be the easiest way. Okay, and I'll make sure that, that that your website is part of the the notes. And with that, thank you so much for joining me on 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 Mojo for the Modern Man. This was a great conversation, Charles. Wish I wish we could we may can we may we may we may have to do a part two down the road here. Hey, uh, amen to that. Hey, yeah, I'll totally be driving for that one. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Ken.
This is your host here on Mojo for the Modern Man, Ken Mossman. Thank you so much for joining me and my guest, Charles Suwa Singh, for the second half of our conversation. And if you didn't hear the first one, please go back and listen to it. It is great, great stuff. It's hard not to fall in love with Charles. I'll say that. And if you want to learn more about him and his good work, then you can visit him on his website. That's suwasing, S-U-E-W-A-H-S-I-N-G.com, suwasing.com. And you can also find him on LinkedIn. And I've put links to, to both on the program notes. You can find them there. And of course, please do visit me on my website. That's Cirrus, as in the cloud, C-I-R-R-U-S leadership.com. There's a lot going on. I have two cohorts of my I am. That's I-A-M stands for the Integrated Adult Man 13-week course beginning the 14th of September. Registration is open now. There's some nice savings to be had for those who register early, plus some cool bonuses. And you can... Uh, subscribe to my weekly musings. You can reach me through the website, of course, and there's a whole lot there to check out, including uh, many, many, many articles and more. And with that, I look forward to seeing you back here on Mojo for the Modern Man soon. Be well. Take care.